Welcome to So This is Holland, an unexpected trip to special needs parenting, hosted by Michelle Finn and Donna Sandoval, fellow special needs moms, keeping it real and providing a place for you to listen in and say, oh my gosh, me too. Hello, welcome to season two of So This is Holland. We are back. We are pumped up, excited to be with you again. We took a much needed break through the holidays and just to really embrace the seasons that we were both going through and in. And that's what we're going to talk about. Good morning, Michelle. Hey. So we are also recording this for YouTube this time because we want to put the podcast on YouTube so you guys can see our faces, but we have no idea if you're going to see our faces, it depends how these videos. Well, plus, I like record behind the screen, this like audio thing. So I don't know. We'll see. We but, have our little, um... our, little sound, our little sound stage set up for ourselves. Yes, that we sound good for you guys. Um, yeah. So today's topic, what we really wanted to talk about was em- empowering yourself to allow yourself to be in different seasons and recognizing those and not beating yourself up about it and embracing the change that sometimes comes with that, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Just what season are you in and not not getting stuck in what other people think you should be doing. Yeah. You know, when we we took a break, it was I we were really burnt out. We were coming, we felt like we kept coming from a place of just tired and negative and we don't want that for this. No. And we really want this next season to provide more value to you. So give you actual like knowledge and actionable steps, but also just us being us, because that's what you're here for, right? To, to feel like you're sitting down with a couple of moms that understand and get you. So we don't know how to be any other way. Yes. Right. Like we are just us. We've tried for different things that we've done. Yeah. And there's no way that we can move around who we are yeah, and no. just be an We have strong personalities. <laughs> so let's talk about the seasons that, because we both are in massive season shift, shifts. Mm-hmm. Um, so since we last spoke, let's see, it was right before the holidays. I just moved, was getting settled. Yeah. Um, I am on a new journey of hobby farming. I just got goats up on the property. I learned how to oh make my God, they're, so they're so cute. cute. They're so fun. I get the kids and the mom that I'm going to start milking probably in May. So I'm very, very pumped up about that. I got my little livestock guardian dog up in the goat pen. I'm watching her right now as we record goat training so that she can be a good protector. I'm planning my gardening and it's just a much different season for me because I was so drawn, like I'm still embracing the health and fitness. I still work out. I love helping my clients. I run the accountability groups, but I'm not so focused on that business aspect, like hitting these metrics and these ranks. And that used to really stress me out. And it was kind of taking the joy out of it that I used to have lots of joy in pushing myself in those goals. And so I felt myself kind of just not being 
real excited about it. And then I had it. So I stepped back. I just kind of said, let me just release all that pressure on myself and allow new opportunities and new joy to come out of new goals that I want. What do I really want? And I have learned sourdough bread. Like I'm just, I'm researching bees. I went to the library and got. Oh, she is all farmer, (laughs) rancher, Donna. It is, it is such a change. It is. And, but I'm finding joy again because I released myself. I hung on to that, that season. And I, it was, I was just like forcing a square peg in a round hole and by just releasing it, it really opened me up to excitement again and joy. And I think there's so much power when we allow ourselves to sit in that season and pull back and really go, okay, how am I feeling? What do I want? You know, um, so yeah. It's that's so much fun great. to watch you in this season though. It is. I've been getting a lot of messages of people really just enjoying it. So I post everything on my stories at Determined Donna on Instagram. You can follow along on my craziness at, at daily. <laughs> Her bib overalls, her goats. Her oh, yeah. We all got Carhartt overalls, our muck boots. We were building fences this weekend. It was just, it's so much fun. It's so cute. It's so cute. I'm so excited for you. I know. So tell us about your season shift. My season shift. I'm single. Woohoo! <laughs> um, which we all knew. I talked about it before. We all knew it was coming. Um, I have been in essentially a, a toxic relationship for the better part of 30 years. And I would take him back and leave him and take him back and leave him. This time, I'm in counseling. So I don't make that mistake again. <laughs> Growing, learning, working then, through it. Yeah, because I mean, and I, I won't go too far into the, the dynamics of the relationship, but it was really toxic. And um, when I say that he's a narcissist, this is not like me, like using that word lightly, how other people are like, throwing, oh, they're a narcissist, they're a narcissist. You hear that a lot now. He truly is a narcissist. Like he doesn't think about anybody but him. He doesn't care about anybody but him. And so living with that for the better part of 30 years and realizing that I grew up with one also is like, oh, that makes a lot of sense of who I am. And how do I heal from that and move forward? Because this coaching journey that I've been on, if it's taught me anything, it's taught me, I want more out of my life. Mm -hmm. And so that's where I'm I'm at. You know, we're fundraising for Josh for a therapy program. I'm starting to, um, I have a business plan. I'm starting to get the stuff ready for a nonprofit that I want to start. It'll be a therapeutic day program for adults like Joshua so my child will always be taken care of and it will grow with him so i just have so much going on and my business is growing and it's changing a little bit with wanting to get out of the always talking about caregiver burnout to like dude let's empower ourselves like let's not just get stuck in the burnout yeah what can we do next like okay here i am how can i make life even more beautiful for myself yeah, so, I'm really proud of you. I'm really excited to see this new journey that you're on. And it, as always, we are completely opposite. You're on fire on all these business goals. And I pulled back from my business yeah. goals. And I, <laughs> yeah. But I love that. And, and that's, you know, I, I found a quote. It's most of us have two lives, the lives we live and the unlived lives within us. Between the two stands resistance. So sometimes we have to just kind of stand and look and see what is holding us back. Where is that resistance? And really understand what we want out of life and how to get there and start taking those small steps daily to 
to envision and then realize and make the make the life that you want become a reality because there's so much magic in that but we stand in our own way so often and we allow ourselves yeah. to self-sabotage well the life. journey is not easy and that's where yeah. a lot of us get stuck right so i talk about you you know i'm single again hey the day that he walked out the day that he finally left the day he walked out that door i sat on my couch and i bawled my eyes out i couldn't get through a sentence for the first week without crying yes this is like a positive shift in our lives right but it's hard i i now am completely 100 percent alone and that's one of the reasons i always brought him back because being josh's mom oh my god i love him but it is a lot of work and a lot of sacrifice and going to the grocery store i don't get to leave him at home anymore he's he's with me right like there's yeah. no little tiny break there so when you're deciding like this is what I and I know even for you like yes you're like rancher Donna now and it's a beautiful thing to watch but I remember in the beginning of this because your life was changing and because you had your business goals were starting to take a step back and that wasn't what you were used to this was really hard for you yeah, like there was and a that, lot of self-doubt and, and yes. fear and, am I making the right choices is this the best thing for my family for us you know you have to kind of grieve the the past season before you can move on to the new season right you have to like, walk through the dark i mean yeah. as cheesy as that sounds you have we always say like when we're going through crazy and it's not working like i just need to see light at the end of the tunnel you actually have to walk through that tunnel to see the light because right. if you're standing at the other end and you're hoping it gets better it's not going to come to you you have to go towards it and yeah. sometimes that's really hard and it's really scary and that's why so many of us stay in one place is yeah. because we're scared of change. That's how I stayed with somebody that hated me for almost 30 years. And when I say he hated me, he did not like me. Like I, there was one point we were probably 20 years into this. And he said, we were getting along, no arguments. And he said to me, I've never been in love in my life. <laughs> and I'm like, at this point, I don't even remember Josh. I guess that would have been about eight years ago. So Josh was about 12. And I was like, uh, I'm sorry, what? Yeah. He's like, I've, I've never been in love in my life. And I'm like, I've been with you for 20 years. Like, what do you mean you've never been in love with you? I've sacrificed so much. We own a home together. We have a child together. We, we created a life together. You don't love me? Yeah. And he's like, well, it's nothing personal. I've never loved what? anybody. And I'm like, I've given up an my life. Like, Hey, Josh came seven years into our relationship. So this wasn't like we yeah. got together because we had a baby. Like, yeah. I'm like, I gave up opportunities and a different life for, but I also now going, you know, looking back why that happened, why, but my whole point in saying this is like, it's easy to stay where you're at because it's, it's, it becomes comfortable. Even being with somebody that didn't love me became comfortable because it's what I was used to. It's right. not what I deserved, but right. it was what I was used to. And so many times we're like, and you and I kind of started feeding off of each other with that, where you were going through change and I was going through change. It was scary. And we were both like, when we'd come on, it was like just this negative bitch fest. And we're like, wait, this isn't who we are. Like, no. And that's why I was, I'm like, I need to figure out if this isn't even what I want to do. Yeah. Right. Cause that's not what I want to put on the world. And, but I really missed 
And I, it, it's important to me and it's in my heart to be a part of this community and help serve other moms that feel stuck, feel alone, feel like no one gets it to, to hear a voice that they go, thank you for sharing. Oh my gosh, I'm not alone. Yeah. And I get those messages and I'm reminded that it is, it does matter what we're doing yeah. here and it matters to me and it makes me feel good to, to have, be a positive influence as, as long as we keep it positive and of value to you all listening. Cause we do appreciate every single listen and download and share. Yeah. Um, it, it matters to us. We so love I, hearing from you guys. Like we love 100%. it. It fills our cups so much. So that's when I was like, no, I, I want to do this as long as we keep it, you know, going in the right direction that we want. I want to build this community because it's so needed and we are such, you know, an isolated bunch. I mean, I've tried to do Bible studies with special needs mom and it's so hard for so many yeah. of us to, to take that time to be a part of a community because we're so just involved with our kids and their needs and... and yeah. I think that's part of what you and I want to bring to this community is to show that it is possible because like you, like I've recently tried to start a group where it was parents that were there for each other. So we wouldn't like, I just went through a surgery and I had to have a stranger take me to surgery. Right. Yeah. Um, and Which I was like, what if so we had, well, and yeah, absolutely. I was I mean, I not amazing out. that you needed a stranger, but amazing yeah, that but someone she, stepped up. <laughs> it worked out because she needed somebody too, right? Her yeah. husband was kind of laid up and she had a surgery coming up. So we both kind of leaned on each other that way, both special needs parents. Um, but I was like, we talk about in the 1P community how cool it would be to have a commune, right? We just all live on this yeah. nice commune <laughs> together and we would take care of each other. And so I was like, why don't we, why don't I do that? So I started this group and I was like, okay. How many people want this? And so many people were like, I'm in, I want this. My first meeting, right? I'm like, set up this meeting and nothing. Nobody responds. And in groups, you can see who sees it. Yeah, yeah. Almost the entire group saw it. Nobody responded. Nobody could meet up. I made it special needs friendly. It was really just laid back. Kids welcome, parent, you know. Yeah. And I was like, that's, that's like one of the big problems in the special needs community. And look, I get it. I've been there. But thankfully, I'm on the other side of that is not feeling like we have time and just being so tired that we feel like we can't go out. We can't do this. We can't do that. But guys, we need to. We need to get out there. And we need to like just put it out it there. Like I need help. to meet new friends, especially as yeah. an adult. It's so hard. Yeah. yeah. And, but it is important to have people around you. We are communal in nature. Like we yes. can, we should not be alone and it can be isolating. And we do have a lot of trauma because of our kids and the diagnosis and just the diagnosis alone of like grieving what you dreamed of for your child is, is hard and it weighs on us. And we need to have people around us that love us and care about us. Yeah. And it's really powerful to be around people that get it right. And, and have been there and understand that you love your child, but sometimes you can be angry at the situation you're in and you can be sad and you can be resentful. Like there's all types of feelings that come in during this journey of ours, right? We also have a group of people that not only are there for us, but like actually see our children for who they are and not what their label is. Like that's so important to me when people actually see Josh and they're like, hey dude, what's up, man? You know, yeah. like I don't want people like, 
you know, walking, uh, you guys can't see me. Well, you might be able to, since we're going to do this, but like backing up, like, Ooh, what is he doing? Oh, that's slapping. He's really happy. Oh, okay. You know, they're like really uncomfortable, but to walk into people that are just like, they just get it. Like him flapping doesn't matter. Like they don't care. Like, Hey, look at you. You dancing, you know, like (laughs) that's what I want in our world is not just for people to include me, but people to see him and include him. Like, building that up right now, right? Like that's, yes, really I'm trying, cool. man. I'm trying. I, uh, I, and yeah. And so I was bummed that this group isn't going anywhere. I got, I'm not going to lie. I got a little angry. Like you guys say you want the help, but where are you? Like the help's here. Like, so I got a little frustrated with that, but I'm just regrouping from that. And I do, I'm reaching out to people and I'm like, I want our world to be bigger coming from the type of relationship that I came from. Anybody that knows any kind of abusive relationship, one of the first things that your person does to you is they pull you away. So right. I, I was pulled away from people and then without even realizing it happens like so gradually that you don't even realize it happened. And so I was pulled away from people. And then I have this beautiful child that causes a whole nother level of isolation because of his disability. And I'm like, oh, I'm really extroverted and I'm really alone. Like this is torture for me. Um, So yeah, I'm working on it. I'm, I I have like these whole, all these plans and direction and I am so psyched about. And I'm like on my ranch, not wanting to leave. I'm like, I'm okay. Let's just get a bunch of animals. I'll milk a goat every day. That is the one that's saying, um, I don't want to go to that meetup right now. I'm really just comfortable with my goats and my dogs and kids right now. (laughs) I don't know. That's, but it is fun. But I was thinking of like, there's so much when you're in a hard season and you actually allow yourself to push through the resistance to get to the other side, there's always such a magical change in who you are. Like there's a new identity of yourself, right? Like, and I look back at the different times that I've completely just been reborn new identity. And I think about like when, you know, I got married at 18 to a boyfriend that I've been with 13, also abusive relationship. And when I left him, it was so scary. So, so scary. And I was just, cause I had been told that I couldn't make it without him. No, like I was bad. I was ugly. Like all the things that an abusive relationship does, but I, by leaving, it was hard, but I was reborn to a whole new person that I realized who I was. And I, I reinvented the me I wanted and the life I wanted. And then, you know, you think about when the child's diagnosis that obviously shifts all of our seasons instantly without a whole lot of like, it's just boom, life is different. And, but I think about the person that I had to become through those trials and, and figuring that out. And it was not easy. And it was very traumatic and just like yeah, process. Well, you're, you're working through trauma. That's yeah. the problem. You're, you are changing what was said to you, what has happened in your life you're you're healing all of that so you can become this new version of you and that shit is hard it sucks yeah but it's important that you know and you sit with your own thoughts and not just sit in where you were okay this is the life this is this is my life now like and and have an idea of where you're going right so you do allow yourself to dream that you don't like already fail because you're, you're afraid and you have that resistance that just keeps you stuck. And that's not a, it's not an empowering place to be in. And don't, we, 
I'm sorry, yeah. go ahead. No, go ahead. <laughs> I just, don't call your dreams ridiculous. Yeah. Right. I mean, because that's what so many of us do is you, you how you're saying, you know, allow yourself to dream. Don't don't doubt your dreams, though. If you're like, oh, I want to own my own business. I want to own my own home. I want the social circle. It's never going to happen. Don't tell yourself that. Allow yourself to really feel it. That's it. Like yeah. really feel what what would that do for you? Yeah. If, if if you were able to go out and work, what would that do for you? How you know, would it make I, you feel? For so long, me and Jess, we've always like, wouldn't it be awesome to just be like off the grid, homesteaders, like doing like self-sustained. And, but with James, I was like, that's not a possibility for us. Like I need services for James. I need that. But that, that want was always there. And I'd be like, babe, we can't just get up and move to the freaking boondocks. Like that just can't happen. And then to see the way that God has worked in our lives to make this happen, like all the moving parts that I'm 15 minutes away from awesome schools, city, like everything's still right here, my friends, but I'm on seven acres in a canyon that it feels like I'm in like a whole different world. And I got goats and I have a garden and I'm like making I'm sourdough so bread. I feed you. my starter every morning. Like I am just baby steps because it's something that we dreamt of and we allowed ourselves to be open to the opportunities because yeah. when you have all that negativity of like you don't allow yourself to even think of, you're not going to see the opportunities when, when they're presented to you and you're going to miss out on so much greatness that's in store for your life. If you open up and know what you want. And even, even if it's something you want so often will open up the door for something you didn't even realize you wanted, yeah. but just yes. on the journey yes. of forward movement is such a powerful thing that you don't, get anywhere unless you're going somewhere and you might not get to the destination you thought you were leaving to, but that's the magic and the fun you of might life. Get somewhere better. Right. Yes. And another thing you have to remember. So I know like right now in my journey, sometimes I share things and I'll share things on social media that I normally wouldn't have shared before, but I do it to hold myself accountable now. Right. Like I put it out there because I've learned that I like being able to look back at this a year from now and going, oh my God, look how far I've come. But I get a lot of advice from people then. Yeah. And you can't listen to that, right? Because what people think, I mean, I had one person that said like, um, like right now it's Josh's dad's disappeared for the past couple of weeks. And I'm like, so now I'm, I've always made it very easy for him to walk back into Josh's life. And I'm like, I'm at this point now because of Josh's behaviors. Like, do I allow this to happen or what? How does this look for Josh where it's less impactful, like hurt wise for him? Like, well, how do I protect him? Do I allow his father in without any responsibility or do I protect him from that and make his dad actually step up and take the responsibility? So this is something that I have to figure out what works for our family because it looks mm -hmm. different for everybody. And, right. you know, and I had like one of the people were like, um, you're failing your child. If you don't, I deleted those comments because you know what? Although I understand that their hearts are in the best place of giving me advice, nobody knows your life. Nobody knows what your normal is supposed to look like. So Donna, like going to live on a ranch out in the middle of nowhere where she's like, can I really do this to my family? That is a normal for them. That mm -hmm. can work for them. It might not work for the next person, but it works for them. And if she compares her life to other people and what other people need and want and are going to thrive at, she's never going to move forward. We're never going to move forward if we're worried about what other people think our lives should look like. 
Does that make sense? No, I understand what you're saying for sure. And I think that you just have to, like I said, have an idea of what you want, even if that's not what you're getting, like just keep moving forward and don't, you know, get just stuck, but also embrace the season that you're in and allow yourself to rest. Like that's what I did getting here. I just felt like I needed to slow down. I had been on the hustle bus for like seven years since James's diagnosis and it was on like, and and from there, it was also my business, which was also like my way of serving the special needs community because I really wanted to help other moms create the change in their own lives to empower them to feel good in this hard situation. And it's just, there's, I forgot where I was going. I don't know, but well, sitting back and allowing yourself, like during the diagnosis stage, there's hard seasons that you just have to allow yourself to feel those things. You can't deny the feelings. And so that's what I did this time. I was like, you know what, let me, let me sit back. Let me slow the rolls, release myself from the pressure and obligations of these, these check marks that I have in my head that I always have to check and just what do I want? And by allowing myself to quiet all of that and really figure out now I'm on like a trajectory of, and of joy, of, of fun, of this journey that I'm excited about. And that's, that's where you need to get to, but you have to grieve the old season, feel the feels, and then figure out what you want. And then take the steps to push through that resistance and do something little every day to get yourself closer to the life that you want. That's it. Set that goal. Yes. But I think on that, we can, we can wrap it up. I think that that ends this perfectly for today. Yes. And we will be back the next episode. We're going to be talking about uh, therapies, when to say yes, when to say no, when to fight, when to say, screw off, I'm done. (laughs) That's it. That's it. Yep. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening. If you would like to hang out with us and be a guest on our show, you can go over to our Instagram page. So this is Holland podcast, go to our bio and there'll be an application there. You can also find Donna at determined Donna on Instagram, or you can find Michelle at Michelle Finn coaching on Instagram. Have a great day.